Welcome. Listen to this next Agile Vocalist podcast. Vidya Srinivasan was introduced to the world of music at age two by her parents. Her mother taught her the Saptaswaras, or seven notes in music. She was enrolled in music school at age three to learn Carnatic music, a form of Indian classical music. She gave her first solo concert at age five and holds a degree in Carnatic music. Since then, Vidya has performed in four Indian TV shows in Tamil and Telugu and numerous stage shows. Her voice appeared in Sapta Swarangal and Inod Partupadangal, popular reality music and short films in Tamil. Vidya learned Carnatic music under the tutelage of renowned singers like Mrs. Kunakudi Sabalakshmi and Mr. Ajay Nambudari. After moving to the U.S. for higher studies, Vidya started performing with Indian bands at charitable events and Indian cultural celebrations in both North Carolina and Washington. She sings in four different languages and likes to experiment across different music types to create hybrid mashups. Music continues to be Vidya's favorite escape from her work with Facebook, and she often opens her tech talks with a song, always a hit with audiences. So I guess my first question is, why don't you share a little bit about how did you get started with the passion of, of singing and music? Yeah, so my choice of getting into music was totally not mine. You know, my mom was really interested in music since her childhood, and she really wanted to kind of pass it on to me. So she enrolled me in a music school at I think two and a half, three years of age, even I could even when I it was an age where I could not really grasp what was happening, you know, but um, I couldn't really sing, but I was I had a good ear for music. So she tells me, you know, these fond memories of where she used to take us to take me to the music class and make me sit every week for like an hour just so that I see other people singing. That's it. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then, you know, I come back and then she, she knows, like she learned a bit of music and, you know, she knows, so she used to teach me at home and that's how I kind of started, you know, so I don't really remember a childhood without music in it. Because ah, I, I just grew up with music. Like it's, it's a very obvious thing to me. Like I went to music school first, even before going to kindergarten. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a... Uh... We dragged my, I mean, uh, against my better wishes, we dragged my daughter in diapers to chorus rehearsals. And I found that very difficult because I felt like I needed to be responsible for her and she, you know, make sure she didn't upset the other singers. But yeah, she became very musical before she was potty trained. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, I've read so many studies around how, you know, getting exposed to music at a young age can actually help you help your brain develop very differently. Yes. You know, um, I, for one, I'm so thankful that, you know, music became a part of my life at such a young age because I, 
I, I really cannot imagine a life without music now. Right. Definitely right. Thankful for my mother for that. What I want to do now is take four different languages, four different musical forms, and then sing a snippet in each of that to show how diverse music is and music can actually be. and how privileged we are actually to live in a world that is filled with such diverse music so i'm going to start with a carnatic song which is in the language telugu which is one of the regional languages in india and then follow that up with a tamil filmy song which talks about how beautiful the nature is nature around us is follow that up with a uh, melodious hindi film song and then close it out with a powerful song by Adele in English okay so great thank you what we are using right now is called a shruti which is the, which gives a sense of the right pitch for musicians um singers in both carnatic and hindustani which are the two distinct classical music forms in india use some form of shruti to help us understand what the right pitch is so here's the first one sa 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 ni ni sa ni ni sa ni pa 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 ni sa re ga re re ga re re ga re re ga re re sa ga re re sa ni hindaro mahano ulu samagana lola manasi jala vanya dhanya mo dhanyo hindaro mahano bhavulu and now we're moving on to the tamil song which talks about how beautiful the nature around us is katravesum vayil kayum kayum adal matrame dumillaye aavanum mannum nammai vaalachullum andal vaalthu oyavillai endrendrum vaanil kaigirad neram teigirad yarum rasikkavillaye inda kangal mattum unnai kaanum and now we move on to a hindi song which is about it's about love phirlaya dil मजबूर क्या कीजे रासना रहना दू 
क्या कीजे दिल कह रहा उसे मुकम्मल कर भी आओ वो जो अधूरी सी याद बाकी है वो जो अधूरी सी बात बाकी है वो जो अधूरी सी याद बाकी है एंड क्लोज इट आउट विथ Adele who's one of my favorite singers songs mm. When you photograph you in this life in case it is the last time that we might be exactly like we were before we realized we were sad of getting old and made us restless it was just like a moon it was just like a song When we were young. So, do you want to fast forward a little bit to getting a master's in computer science and how I think part of the story that I've I've researched about you is that music was a healer for you and it was tied into your you know your journey getting a master's degree. You want to tell that story? Yeah, so you know for me i think in india through my schooling through my college i was always a part of you know some or the other band right in schools we used to have you know a school band and i was a singer there and college we had a college band and we used to compete you know we had so many different you know comp- inter college competitions uh-huh we had competitions that we used to go and, you know compete and sing and i was you know experimenting a lot and when I, especially during my bachelor's in india I sang in four different TV shows. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I experimented quite a bit I would say, you know, uh-huh. uh, in both the Carnatic which is one of the Indian classical music forms um as well as, you know, uh working with independent artists, you know, and singing for like short films and stuff, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, experimenting with like film music and stuff, right? So uh-huh. I did quite a bit of that and I always wanted to pursue both like tech and music, okay. you know. Uh, I've always wanted to I, I I never wanted to like choose one because I I guess at right. that, back in that time I just did not know which one I like more I like both equally right um so when I came to the US here all of a sudden you know it was first of all it was it was in a different continent than you know my family and right <laughs> came with like two suitcases you know right <laughs> all I had um uh, and i had to do everything on my own which is not something that i am used to and yeah you have a very big support system who help you with pretty much everything like over here i had to do my own laundry i had to do my own cooking i had to do my own you right. know cleaning i had to do my own studies had, like it was it was a lot it was quite overwhelming right and, and another yeah another country <laughs> very different culture you yes. know um, yes. the school was um i came to grad school uh, without having any work experience so i literally like graduated with my from my bachelor's in uh, may and then flew to the us in july wow so, you know uh, i didn't really have the right word i think right now if i look back now is maturity mm. you know i when i looked at my peers you know who have worked for four years or you know i even had few who were married and had kids who came and did masters with me like who were my classmates right wow. so i was in a very different you know mindset right but music i think uh, definitely helped me through the journey because they were i had to adapt to a very different culture i had right. to adapt to a very different lifestyle 
Right. And the one constant I did have with me was music. I remember, you know, the days, there were days when, you know, I used to have an exam or something, test something the next day, and I used to get stressed, and I used to go on, like, you know, just put on my, you know, AirPods and, you know, headphones and, like, listen to music to calm myself. Yeah. There were times when I felt homesick. ஒரு <laughs> Uh-huh. and over here it was cold and uh, <laughs> it was snowing and right. uh, which is beautiful now i appreciate all of it now but back then i was like why am i not with my family and friends celebrating the right. valley right and uh, was well, this, this is north carolina right yeah yes okay yeah. it was this yeah. was in north carolina yeah so uh-huh. i think at all of those times the one constant i did have with me was was my yeah. music you know right. like i had amazing friends like friends who truly our family where family mm-hmm. are still family to me yeah. but you know you still sometimes need your own space to kind of process all the emotions yeah. and figure out and then like you know march towards the goal that you came here for i use music for getting motivated i use music for calming myself i use music to cry i use music to be happy you know mm-hmm. i have a song for everything like even now if i'm sad i this there's a particular song i listen to and like oh i just <laughs> my, my, <laughs> cry it out i guess and then well, the next what day. which of which what language is that song in uh it's actually a hindi song okay i look at you be and it's sung by it, it's sung by lata mangeshkar who is who's who's a who's a melodious queen of music in india she is she's oh my god her songs truly move you Look at Chupi is from a film called Rangde Basanti and it's a song where a mom loses her son and she sings saying where are you like i'm actually searching for you but you're not around me oh my gosh like, the situations that i i definitely was not in that situation but right but the, the depth of the song it's not even the words for me it's yeah. the depth of the song and the voice that yeah how the melody progresses it automatically like you know puts you in a very different zone once i graduated i started my you know career at microsoft and i had to like you know uh leave my second home which was not carolina and move to seattle which was the other end of the coast and right. starting from scratch all over again like i had no friends when i came here all my like you know grad school you have you bond right of course the community and then everybody just you know went to different places around the country as they found their jobs and wow then i used music to kind of help me figure it out you know mm-hmm. sure 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 can you talk a little bit about 
And, and this is an interesting one now, g- given the context of, you know, one coast, the East Coast of the U.S. and the West Coast of the U.S. and, on, and a new continent coming from India. Can you talk about your what you see about how the arts are regarded in India, where you're from, and how they're regarded in the U.S.? Yeah. So this again, you know, based on my limited exposure, I would say. Um, so definitely not a generic statement. But what I observed was in India, especially in South India, where I come from, arts are very deeply imbibed into your upbringing. Right. Yeah. Everybody I know of in my family, in my friends, in my community, were motivated, encouraged to learn some form of arts, be it singing, be it dance, uh-huh. be it, you know, uh, an instrument. Mm-hmm. Right. It was a given almost. Like if you just went to school, people would be like, Well, you just went just go to school, like what you don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it, it was a very like we didn't know another way. I think it's right. a, that's a better way to put it. Um, well, I'm I'm curious a little. Um, is was sports one of the things that that could have been you know in addition to just going to school? <laughs> it, it, that's the thing that I noticed over here. I actually feel a lot more emphasis than placed on sports. Uh huh. In South India, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot more emphasis on arts. Yeah. So either, you know, painting or dancing or instrument or music or mm-hmm. some form of art. Yes. Right? Yes. So like I, for example, I actually learned, I mean, I've been learning music for ever since I was born, I guess. But I also, you know, learned classical dance for about two years. Okay. I learned a little bit of painting. Like my mom, my parents, I guess, they put me in, got me exposed to different things. And they basically said, you pick what you want to, you know, mm-hmm. double down on. Oh, interesting. I, I tried dance. I gave like one stage show and I'm like, yeah, wonderful, but definitely not for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I am much comfortable just taking my, you know, voice and like just going and singing. Right. Uh, similarly, I'm, I'm really bad at drawing, like, like really, oh. really bad. You wouldn't want, want me drawing or painting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you get exposed to, you have the you have the opportunity to experience different things and see what resonates with you and what is it that you love. And over here, I think there's a lot more emphasis on, you know, sports, definitely. Right. And, you know, any outdoorsy activity, like I see pretty much all my colleagues, they take their kids skiing at ages three and four. Like I've not heard of such thing in India. First of all, the weather is not compatible for that, but even right. then, Right. I haven't heard of, you know, many three and four year olds going, I don't know, hiking or, right. you know, that, that's not really that common back in India. So I think that's the big shift that I Interesting. found where the emphasis on art versus emphasis on, you know, sports and outdoor activities is very different. And that could just be, you know, how it has been passed on through generations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh like just in my family, if you look like I, we have a piano player, we have a violinist, we have somebody who plays percussions, we have somebody who dances, we have wow. somebody who sings, we have just in my, my own family. Wow. So New, your nuclear family. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we like just, just the first, first degree, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Indian families are usually very big, but this is just my first degree of family. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more, you're motivated. And also, I guess, um, I was fortunate to have the support to kind of continue this music because a lot of people, you know, they, they learn it for a few years and they're like, yeah, okay, you know, cool. 
but then I guess some people that do really stick with it. And I was just so fortunate that I had the opportunity to like stick with it and continue investing, continue investing, continue learning. There's just so much to learn in music. Right. So I just, I'm just, I'm just fortunate that, you know, I was able to continue learning and still learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you took the technical route for your career, but not really because you, well, you sort of refer to music as a, as a side hustle. I don't know. Can you talk about that? Especially the other thing that I noticed is I think you had said that even in the pandemic, you would reach toward music. And I found that really interesting because I think a lot of singers, myself included, were like, oh, the pandemic. And we like shrunk into our hole. And, you know, eventually we came out, but it's really hard because this is, you know, virtual music is not enough. That's <laughs> not. You know, I've always wondered. Well, my ideal North Star would be having an opportunity to excel at both, to do justice to both and like to pursue both. But it's very hard, especially if you are in core tech. Yeah. You know, uh, like I used to work at Microsoft. I now work at Facebook. And these are your your job can be very demanding. Right. And and because the work you're doing is impacting millions and billions of people. Right. 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 So you are involved in a lot of, you know, critical decisions at work and there's so much going on at the same time where you mm -hmm. have switching and you have to keep juggling you have to stay on top of you know so many things i would say not just your own work but also the broader industry and you know i'm also very much involved in a lot of diversity and inclusion efforts outside of my uh -huh. job so i chair this conference called the grace hopper conference which is yes. one of the largest conferences for women in technology yeah that's a very integral part of my my identity i would say in tech because this is me doing much more than what i alone as an individual can do with the help right. of this community and being a part of this community gives me a lot of strength and yeah. it gives me an opportunity to serve so many other people right. you know, who were like me just a few years ago uh -huh. right? uh -huh. so you know doing that and my work and of course i have a family, family. of my own you know yeah, <laughs> and right. you it, it definitely is a lot i would say you know i do wish i had i don't know i think everybody says this i had 48 hours in a day so i could do 24 hours of this and 24 hours of that <laughs> <laughs> it's not realistic that was inspiring be sure to listen again soon Agile Vocalist is created and produced by Rachel Medanik. Contributing editors include Ben Kruger and Daisy Owen. Design by Amanda Whitesell and Sasha Brandt. With special thanks to my husband, Dave. <laughs>